this week on the Bamcast. Uh, you guys are gonna have to talk about this. I've been drinking. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast, episode two hundred and sixty-six. It's a number. All of the numbers. It's well, good no, number. it's two. Oh, it's, it's, two three. it's a swarthy. Three of them, two of them. One repeated. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. <laughs> bad unquote. movie doesn't have to be bad. Just because good bad movies and joyful bad movies, they get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Great yeah. robot jocks. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to rewatch them and read them and talk about them. whatever the fuck do. I don't know. Oh. I explain oh. I've skipped all that. Whatever. Okay. But you know, there are bad bad movies. Yep. Stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags and some douchebags after Twilight. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, those they are do. Bad. Don't yeah. like it. Piece of junk. I don't like it at all. So movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh Quite random movie, actually. I have no setup for this except for holy shit, Banffcast alums. <laughs> yes, a plenty. Yes, and directed by a stuntman. Uh-huh. Written by a stuntman. Yeah, starring some stuntmen. Uh-huh. This is Dragon Fight, nineteen ninety. Dragon Fight, starring dragons and fighting. No, no. no. Robert Zadaring. No. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Starring the Robert. Banffcast Zadar. Robert Assface Zadar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Plenty of movies. Yeah. Uh, He's giving top, given top billing, by the way. Yes, yes. he is the lead. Yeah. He deserves it. Big star. Yeah, sure. He's yeah. in it the most. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Plot summary? That's what well, we usually do this Yeah, year. why don't we do that? Yeah. yeah. In the future, large corporations earn millions of dollars by staging gladiatorial fights to the death that are shown on worldwide television. Uh, There's more, uh, but I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I like this movie much better when it was... Countries, uh huh, yep, robots, uh huh, territory disputes. Ah, uh, sure, sure. Another 1990 movie, then. yeah, hmm, robot jocks, yeah. Oh, you're right, yeah, yeah, that's the name of that movie. We should probably develop like a rating scale based off that movie, okay? Good idea, let's workshop yeah. that. So, <laughs> I'll figure it out, okay? That plot synopsis, yes, technically, yes, because that's kind of what they say in the movie, hmm, but the way the movie shows it is not what they're saying no at all no no nope yeah it's gonna <laughs> yes it's, it's very much no no like not to jump too far ahead, but to me this is like one of those quintessential like video store movies sure like my friend's dad my best friend's dad in high school like he would go every friday night to sixteen thousand movies was the place we had and he would get like eight movies that were just like this one. Oh yeah where it was like all right we got like two rooms to film in and we got a desert to run around in and yep. rocks so let's do this <laughs> let's make a fucking movie and they did but it was like you'd have real people that were like oh yeah that guy was in this thing not like hey chuck and my friends are all gonna go make a movie now <laughs> right you know i mean like yeah well there's some real people in this yeah but that, that's what i mean is, is it's like you, you know, you got Zadar, obviously, who's the hallmark of any good movie, rental movie, <laughs> <laughs> video rental movie. Yeah. Uh, Paul Kafos, who's sure. Falchion, our hero, I guess. He kind of he's supposed to be. He's the lead. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a Bamcast alum, if only for being the guy who introduces the robots 
in Chopping Mall. Yes. Wow. That's that's an illustrious credit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Because we're like, that guy was in Chopping Mall? Who yeah. was he? And then, yeah. We had to go back and research. <laughs> yeah. Michael Paré, who I don't know how I've only seen him in Far Cry, another Bamcast movie, but that guy is... Like well, I think you to you said it, Chuck. He's like he's the new Eric Roberts. Yeah, he he's works. been in like three hundred thousand movies. Yeah, and yet as I was pointing out, I've never seen Streets of Fire. The thing he's probably most well known yeah. for. Yeah, uh, Eddie and the Cruisers is probably oh, okay. what he's super famous mm-hmm. for. And I was wrong. The uh, writer is not a stuntman. He's like a, a storyboard and illustrator and things like that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things like that guy. <laughs> he was a story director for Laser Tag Academy. Yeah, TV series. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I suddenly want to watch Laser Tag. <laughs> he also was the art right illustrator. Now. He is a Bamcast alum because he was art illustrator on I Come in Peace and oh. storyboard artist for Class of 1999. Yep. There you go. So, All right. I'll take it. Yep. James so, Hong. James Hong. Who is contractually obligated to smoke in every movie he's in. Probably. He's just like, I'm not comfortable unless I'm smoking. Please, That's right. Please light me up. Yep. <laughs> and I then have a cigarette all the time. Uh, the only real female character. Well, there are two female characters in the movie. One who barely speaks. And the other one who uh, was in Despa, I believe. Yes, that's correct. Despa. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got plenty of Bamcasters in this movie already. Mm-hmm. And the director, a stuntman, did mm-hmm. stunts for like three Bamcast movies. <laughs> He's like Super Mario Brothers and oh. Final Voyage. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that PG-13 <laughs> we're, we're just hitting all, we're yeah. hitting all, the, all, uh, all, all the, the high points. All the big hits. All the big hits. <laughs> final voyage oh, i had yeah. not thought about final voyage until now well i'm glad until I you can, said that i'm glad i can bring it back for you yeah it's pretty good and that's pretty bad for a movie with ift ift well that was that one that felt like it was a rated r and they weirdly edited it to get it to be like a mm, tv yeah. movie oh yeah. and scorcher oh scorcher did we watch scorcher <laughs> yeah that's the mark dicasco's movie uh, where oh yeah, yeah that was another scorcher. terrible one where like the sun was Colliding with the earth or yeah, something. I, just, yeah. I saw somebody else <laughs> was who cares in that or had that. something to do with that. Yeah. 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 Anyway. yeah. So, yeah, everyone involved in this mm. has worked in everything else we've seen. Okay. So. Yeah. Going to be good. So, yeah. So, you've got. <laughs> yeah. You've got. I still don't quite understand the rules of this whole thing because there's these two corporations and James Hong, you know, it, it kind of starts out and he's expl- and there's a voiceover that starts out, which yeah. is one of the characters we'll meet later. <laughs> yes. George Buck Flower. Another Bamcast alum. What was he in? He's in a million things, but talk him up a little bit and I'll, yeah, I'll tell but, you but what, I mean, what it, movie it just starts out with in. Shots of the Desert and he's like, well, you know, <laughs> used to have, when in, back in the Yakuza days, they had old ninja fighting dragon fighters and they would fight <laughs> like dragons. So when there was no ninjas, fighters. we had crawdads. <laughs> when there was no crawdads, we ate sand. It's like, it's just, sand. it's just the weirdest thing because like they sand. established like the music is very, is like that, you know, that late eighties, early nineties, synthy sci-fi, like, Oh, this music is amazing. It's this yeah, soundtrack. Really is starts off sounding like blood dragon. Yeah. Like, it's that's fucking awesome. It he, pretty much never stops. Doing he was that. in Tammy. And the yeah. Two but it's only, it's, it's <laughs> well, okay. It's not so the same flower. Song. Was it's not Tammy quite so cybery as blood dragon. No, but it's, yeah, it's got all that. There's a lot of that, like Terminator influenced all that stuff. I mean, it, it's great. Yeah. And like the title card comes up and it's like dragon fight. And the D is all these swords crossed yeah. against each other. It's always oh, in one man force also. Oh, well, <laughs> Buck flower getting around. But yeah, so they give you that, you know, they got the dun, 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 and then the narrator comes on and he's just like, yeah, back in the days they did this stuff and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like the weirdest juxtaposition. Cause you're like, wait, what? 
Like you're expecting some dude to be like, in the year 1990, <laughs> yeah. corporations were outlawed from doing anything but dragon fighting. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, the guy's like, back in 1990. <laughs> back in 1990. <laughs> tell you what, that dang old fight, man. <laughs> he go over there and yep. take them sword and do, do. Yeah. good. So he tells us that, yes, corporations... That's how that's how they make their money or whatever. It's it's basically corporations have gotten so big and so bored. They're just like, let's just have dudes fight each other and bet all of our assets on them. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a good idea. Pretty much. (laughs) And so you've got Michael Paré is the one who's kind of trying to recruit a fighter for his side, who is James Hong's company. Yeah. It it seems like when this movie starts that there has been no dragon fighting. It seems like they're trying to start dragon fighting. Well, because there's mm-hmm. a contract all in Japanese that the only word you can read is dragon, <laughs> dragon fight. Right. There is no Japanese word yeah. for dragon and fight. And the white guy's like, hey, uh, we there should are, do are some... No, there, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Two very prominent words not, in Japanese culture. Not dragon together. Fight. Oh, no, that's no, why no, no. it's, that's so why they it's all, in they English. All, I thought they were friends with the Germans. They could like you know crunch nope. some words together like the Germans do. Yeah, they didn't share technology. Oh, okay. Um... It was a marriage of convenience. <laughs> oh, okay. But it, it well, just seems like... I do like... Uh, the company, it was important because it was bolded and italicized. Yes. And then the camera goes back to it like twice. I yeah, want to point like, out uh-huh. that the company, James Hong's company, is Gaijin, the Gaijin Corporation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So an outsider to Japan corporation. Yes. Run by <laughs> Japanese guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And they're just basically like, you know, hey, let's... Why don't we just start dragon fighting? Let's do that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's the ancient thing of honor and... Fighting and okay, let's yeah. He's like, I'm do, in. do you have a champion? He's like, well, I can call somebody, but I already have someone in mind. Which yeah. is just mm-hmm. I don't know, badass '80s movie jargon. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, then they, it's like he goes to investigate in a bar, right? And um, I don't even know what this setup is. This setup's it's weird. really dumb because he just tells one guy to well, go mess with him. Yeah. Well, first he's like he goes he goes he gets a lady involved and yeah, she goes yeah. over and is like you know go and make you know tell him this guy over at the bar said something about him or something like that and and then she spikes his drink that never even really comes up but she dropped yeah. some powder in his drink. She ground up some powder uh, I and I don't this think was even, all to ensure that our dude won. And I don't for some reason I don't think the guy ever even drank it. He no. just got up and went and like picked a fight with uh. Um, Kufos, whatever his name is, Falchion, Falchion, Falchion. Falchion. and um, <laughs> and was like, you know, we're gonna take That's this his outside. Fight name was Falchion, right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, you know, we gotta take this outside. And he's like, I've I've had drinks, you've had drinks, we don't need to do this. And and then he makes some comment about, well, where's so and so? I'm guessing is dead. Yes, somebody, his dead somebody, somebody, like, somebody that it offends him because yeah. he's like, fine, we're taking this outside. Get outside, asshole. Yeah. And they have a. A, a parking lot fight. I, it's it's all right. I mean, you know, there's some punches thrown. Dude flips like he he, I, he either gets barely tapped or he gets punched in the face and he does a backflip. Yeah, mm-hmm. around it. And then of course, like the guy, the bigger of the two dudes is like, I'm going to pull a knife and cheat. Yes. And um, but ends up dropping the knife. Some other guy picks it up and ends up stabbing him in the back. Yeah, I not really a, a noble victory for our hero. No. But everyone's like, "Yeah, you won." So I guess you're you're dragon fighter. Yeah, now. this kind of starts a thing, a theme throughout the movie. Of he doesn't want to fight. No, he he doesn't. And he'd rather <laughs> let other people die because he doesn't want to fight. Yeah. But before that, it's like I guess the other side is going to recruit too because they uh, set up this thing where they accost Robert Zadar, who's coming out of 
uh, of a, a restaurant or something, place with an awning, nice place, I guess. With, oh, with yes, a, nice place. With, with, it, had, it had an awning. With <laughs> yeah. awning. Can you deny the power hey, of the awning nope, in the, in the 80s? No, you no. cannot. Did you see how he was dressed, yeah. Chuck? He had an ill-fitting Don Johnson suit. Yes, he <laughs> yes. did. Yes. Very large ill-fitting Don Johnson <laughs> yes. suit. But he was very happy-go-lucky. He almost seemed like not like he, he wasn't going to be the villain. fighting. I know, but he, yeah. but he was, I mean, he seemed good-natured about it. Like, oh, you guys with your try to kill me, haha. You know, was it wasn't like... funny. He was like, fuck yeah, I get to murder I know, these dudes. But it was yeah. a little strange. It seemed, okay. He seemed a little too happy well, he to be the villain. Takes out three or four. It's, yeah. it's hard with geography. He, he How many put guys? a guy's head through the, his own window. Right. He sure did, yes. And kept dusting himself off before the fight was over, which I mm-hmm. was amused me. I was like, just... <laughs> Every just, time he dusted yeah, himself off, another yeah. guy would jump in. I was just in like, there. just finish the fight. Man, just yeah. Then dust yourself off. Yeah. But anyway, he Take you know, lady home. takes his lady home, and then I, you know, somebody's watching a different person. That I think is watching him. Sure, I'm like he's our man. He's mm-hmm. ruthless. Yeah. Well, it's the the oh, way that's people right. corporation. It's, yeah, it's the, the top guy. I think actually <laughs> yeah. deemed to come yes. out of his his sure. tower and, and see this. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So they've established. Okay, these are our two fighters, and the next shot, it's like desert helicopter flying in. It's <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah. bam, you're there. Get it done. Yep. And they land. Uh, Falchion jumps out of the helicopter. I guess Robert Zadar was dropped in via a separate helicopter or a separate mm-hmm. trip. He, he was already there. Yeah. Because he yeah. shows he up like on top desert. of a mountain. Well, he gets out of the helicopter. Not very gracefully. Like it's like this overly long shot where he's unbuckling himself. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is really not a badass way to exit the helicopter. He should have really, no. jumped like uh like Billy D. Like, <laughs> like, yes. like a man. Well, yes. yeah. Except landed, you know, like right. not falling on his face. But yeah. Good point. Um but yeah, he gets out and uh, he's I don't know. He's wearing like chaps and some like chainmail glove, and he's got a denim shirt. Denim shirt, kind mm-hmm. of like a a leathery vest of yeah. some kind. Yeah, yeah. But he's got like motorcycle chaps on and stuff. I mean, he's kind of like I guess I'm ready for fighting. But the second he hits the ground, he kind of looks around. And he's like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out," and starts taking everything off. Yeah. Well, they wait. A, they wait a couple minutes. I think we get another hero shot of of uh, Robert Zadar, yeah. and then they cut back to well. Like, Hold on. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> we, let's, let's talk describe about that, that hero, hero shot. shot. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about Robert Zadar. <laughs> Once they're like, all right, you're 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 our guy. You're out here. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's in his fucking element. Because yeah. he has chain mailed up. Yes. He is yep. full knighted. I mean, he's, he's wearing, yeah, like a giant chain mail coif. 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 Yeah. Balaclava sort of yeah. gimmick. He's, yeah. He is surface a lot. He is just yeah. and he's and he's got like armored shin pads yeah. and yeah. knee pads and just he's ready for fighting. And his face is just bubbling out of that thing. And I'm I'm sorry. I don't want to make fun of his big old ass face. Um <laughs> yes you do. That's his money maker. Yes you do. But man. Yeah, he's surface a lot. Yeah. It just it is not like okay. It's just not flattering that that. Well, no, but it got him work. It got him a lot of well, work. No, no, I'm not talking about his face. Like his Are face. Are you talking about the chainmail yeah, wrapped it, around it? Exactly. Yeah. When it's, that makes his chin look even bigger. Yeah. yeah it that that is not a good look. My, it's like my he man. has an inward beard. Like <laughs> like the beard grew in. <laughs> so and puffed his face out. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so he is just all chainmailed up. And, <laughs> well, and they keep, maniacal. They, they keep doing these things like he'll stand up on a cliff and he's got. I, I think later they established it's actually just a monocle, like a scope or something. Yeah, but the first time it yeah. looks like he's holding. I think he actually was holding binoculars the first time. But they keep doing these like you know f- lens flarey things and you know I yeah. don't know just like he keeps standing up like in front of the sun like right. it'll just be a mm-hmm. shot of the sun he'll just pop up like yep. aha yeah. 
I am here with, with his, my axe. With his battle axe <laughs> yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. He swings it around every once in a while and just... Yeah, and it's one of those axes that's like an old school, like, halberd type thing. You know, mm-hmm. It's two yep. two sides on a big, long stick, and it's also got a end to poke somebody with. Yep. Yeah, it's, so a, it's an axe on one end, a pointy bit on the other end, and a pointy bit on top. So yeah. pretty a much sword any... hidden in the inside and of it. And as oh, we yeah. learned, yes, there's a sword <laughs> hidden in the hilt yeah. of it, too. So. Why not? Yeah. Well, you know, you got to be prepared if you're going to dragon fight. Sure. So... Yeah, but yes, the, uh, shortly after, you know, we see these shots of him, I I, I guess uh, Falchion's unaware of his presence, sort of. Yeah, he kind of, I mean, they kind of just well, bump into each other at well, some point. Well, that's what I'm saying. First, he's already like, I'm, oh, sure. He, like, two minutes after he lands, he's like, I immediately regret this decision. I'm taking off everything and I quit. Yeah. And he just grabs his bag of stuff and is, he's like heading out like, I, 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 I'm done. And then just was like, oh, I'm tired, and lays down on the rock. And that's when Robert Nazar walks up. He's like, hey, uh, sword master, what are you doing? We're going to fight, right? And he's like, nah. Yeah, and nah. the guy's watching, like, they're watching a video feed. Yeah. Which I guess is the thing that's broadcast all over the world. Right. Even though we all never we, see all anyone we watching ever see it. is yeah. either of the two groups watching it on TV. Right. And the feed is always cutting out. Yeah. Well, they're in a fight zone. Mm-hmm. They, some... They have some indication that they're inside the fight yeah, zone. Yeah, and this and this also starts the whole sequence of like every time our good guy shows up, they're like he's like they're like oh well we're gonna forfeit and then nobody wins the bets and everyone loses all their money. There's no forfeit somehow. in dragon fight. Yeah, you can't you can't <laughs> forfeit yet. He won't fight. So, yeah. but like but every time they show these guys, they have to talk about it. Somehow. Yes, when yeah, talk about dragon fight. Um, but. When they when the the two guys first encounter each other, they're just sort of chatting like old friends, just mm-hmm. like so. We're gonna dragon fight, huh? Yeah, yeah he even says like we used to fight on the same side. Yeah, whatever battle conflict thing we were in. Right, and now yeah. we've been forced to dragon fight, and yeah. I'm and I'm done. Really forced? Uh, I, well, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. But Zadar is not crazy man yet. He's just like so. You know, we're yeah. we're I guess this, well, we're gonna do this well, thing, he, right? This <laughs> is this follows a scene where James Hong goes on this long soliloquy about. Uh, yeah, how he's a this the, their champion has obtained the five rings of Bushido. Oh, sure, yeah. and and he's 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 got the he's a master. Like there's yes. so few of them. Yeah, and then so when he's chilling on the rock and talking to Robert Zar, Robert Zar is like, so you know what they promised you? They're going to give me twenty million dollars, and he's yeah. like, I'm going to get the sixth ring, and he's just like, okay, <laughs> good luck he's with a that fairy Bushido, tale, whatever. Yeah. Good luck feeding your family with that thing. Yeah. <laughs> sixth ring. So yeah, that's. I don't know. They try to do this whole like Ronin yeah. samurai bullshit but thing where he, I don't know. He makes the it sound time. like well, he makes it sound like the sixth ring would be a pretty cool thing. But he's also like, I quit. I'm not doing this. Yeah, I and thought him not Zadar doing it was what would is, get him the sixth ring. Nah. I, I do like this. Zara actually points out. He's <laughs> yeah, like, well, so whatever. you want out of the game, but you want the sixth ring. What good is that going to do you? Like, yeah. why do you need to yeah. be the best <laughs> fighter guy if you're not going to fight? See, mm-hmm. okay, th- then. You guys interpreted it a different way. I thought he was not going to fight so that he could get this. Like, like the, like the purpose of is... not fighting was was to gain the six, the ring of peace. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like you, you become the best at fighting, and then you realize that you don't need to fight anymore, and that is when you gain the sixth ring. So the final merit you, badge is not fighting. Right. Yeah. You get your, you get your eagle falchion, and why didn't you just go see Michael Jordan? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. His well, either way, <laughs> that never comes up again. Nope, absolutely no. not. No, because Falchion's just basically, for the rest of the movie, just like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. If you come at me, I'm going to defend myself, but I'm not fighting you. Yeah. There, there's one point he tells her that, oh, the 
does the whole, oh, well, the game's rigged, and the only way to win the game is not to play, and yeah, all okay. that. And Thanks, you none of it makes fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> none of it makes any sense throughout. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we should, uh, we should but, mention the rest of the characters who eventually show up. Well... Sure. This is after he has to fight Zadar. Sure. Because Zadar says, they're going to give me 20 million. He's like, well, I'll be the sixth ring of Bushido or yep. whatever, but I'm not, I don't care anymore. I, I'm done. Yeah, that's when Zadar's like, well, all right, then I'm going to fucking kill you. But it's kind of like later, you know, like I will kill you, but not right now. I don't yeah, think they're in the fight zone. Okay. One of the, I, <laughs> all right. No, because they're watching him. And I okay. think, I don't know. I thought they got in a fight then. I don't think they did. I think he was just like, all right, you know, see I you later. They did, I'm, like, right I'm going to murder yeah. you. I think I'm Zadar was sure like, yeah, Zadar was like they're going to give me 20 million. If you're not going to fight me, then I'm just going to fucking kill you. I don't think they did. I think his first action was like, I'm going to go find uh, the motorcycle guy. Or they caught up. I think he fought him like after, like he let him go get up off the rock. And then like guy was just walking and dude on the dirt bike just came up. And I think that was their first fight sequence, wasn't it? I think they were in the they middle, were in of, the the middle of the fight. They were in the middle of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were in the middle of the fight yes. and then just guy in the desert on a motorcycle rolls by and Zadar, you know. He was sent there, I assume? No. No, no I think he you... was just on vacation because, yep. yeah. because both sides yeah. watching the fight okay. zone are like, oh God, he killed that guy. Yeah. He just, yeah, he, he doesn't like <laughs> axe swing him off the motorcycle, yeah. but he clotheslines him. Clotheslines him off and then, then you know, stabs yeah. him with the yeah. axe. And, and I just want to say, when they're fighting, this is one of the few times where they actually are fighting with, hey, Falchion's got his cool sword with a sweet looking handle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the rest and, of the time he keeps it hidden. Fighting with the axe, like, this is directed by a stuntman. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Like It's real bad. None of the fighting is good at all. Well, a lot of it seems kind of realistic in that it's a lot of rolling around on the ground. Yeah. You know? There is that. A lot and of people there, get a lot knocked of, off like, their feet a lot. One swing, and then our things got tangled up, and we're just going to spin around a little bit, and mm-hmm. then your weapon's going to go flying. Cause yeah. But it's that's... like really slow. Te- it's like bad stage fighting. Sure, absolutely. Like, it's just, it's all really yeah. slow. And the sound effects guys are not helping by just yeah. doing a, like a little... Clang. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even like a dramatic, you know, just bing, you know, or anything like that. It's just tink. Yeah. <laughs> but... What happens, you know, he clotheslines the guy, murders the guy. Yes. And meanwhile, innocent motorcycle. Falchion is just like, all right, I'm out of here then. Yeah. yeah I think and, he's and just he, like, what are you doing? And then runs off. Yeah. If you're going to fucking kill guys, I'm out. And this really starts the whole thing of Zadar can appear anywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. And nobody seems to know where they're going as far as when they're walking, because people end up walking, you know, going into opposite directions and then suddenly running into each other later anyway. And it just. Yeah. There's no geography in this desert whatsoever. Yeah. Basically, if you walk off camera, you're going to appear on the other side of the frame at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's not there. Yeah. It's probably a very tiny space and they're just using as much of it as possible. Mm-hmm. Right. It, but Robert Zadar takes the dead motorcycle guy and drags him off and then goes off, yeah. off frame essentially. And we're yeah. Like, okay. And the, where's and the two corporations are like, holy fuck, that guy's dead yeah, and we're, we're responsible. We're, yeah. We're going to get, yeah, we're going to be accessories yeah. to murder, murder, all that. I do like what the one guy says in the, um, in the, in the, the white guy palace where basically <laughs> like the guy's like, holy shit. Well, one of them was like, holy shit, what are we going to do? And he's just like, eh, you know, we'll deal with it. And the other guy's like, I, I did wake up this morning thinking I was going to be in the gas chamber or <laughs> yeah, something. Like yeah. That. yeah. And his boss is just like, deal yeah. with it. And then finally he's like, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. Let's go with it. <laughs> and then like, okay, so this is where uh, Falchion is introduced to our narrator and mm-hmm. also lady. I don't even remember her name. Sandra? Sure. Whatever. I think Sandra. 
But he's almost hit by their truck twice. Like, okay. In the middle of the desert. This is a desert. <laughs> Large. I mean, it, it's a rocky desert. Um, okay. You know, California, California style. Um, <laughs> what the hell happened there? Oh, my God. California style. Uh-huh. My boss just got tired saying California. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's pretty open. You know, there are, there are mountainy things around. But he's in a fairly wide area and just kind of doesn't, A, hear the truck coming when there's nope. basically probably no other noise. And then almost gets hit by it as it's coming up on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he kind of turns around like, hey, and they don't see him and they, he, he doesn't really see it and has to dive out of the way. Yeah. And then they back up. Well, he, <laughs> the old man's like, oh, I don't really want wrong. This guy you should hit. And so, yeah, she almost backs over him and he has to yeah. dive out of the way again. Yep. And then she it's gets exclusively up. just for that, like just for that stupid joke. Yes, right. basically. And, and set up for one more joke a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah, because he essentially is like, what, what are you doing out here? In the, she's like, what are you doing out here in the middle of nowhere? He's like, uh, nothing. I'm just trying to go to the beach. And she's like, you mean the lake? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, it's over this way. You want me to run you over there? And he's like, no, I already tried that. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 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 And then he walks off and leaves them. And yes. they go drive around the corner and see the dead guy that was on the the biker guy that yeah. and mm-hmm. he's well, now laid up against the splayed up against the rocks. And Zadar has written fight in his own in the guy's blood. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. We're totally got to go find the Rangers. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, in the meantime, two more dudes who are, like, hunting in the desert for who knows what, like, sit down on a log to, like, rest their weary feet. And mm-hmm. then it's like, I got to go take a piss. And he goes. And then it's like Zadar yeah. is there. He's like, like, man, I found Ivanhoe. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm yeah. dead. So he gets an axe through his chest. Yeah. Yeah, the other guy sort of runs over. Is like, oh, what happened to you? <laughs> and it's just staring at his dead friend. And yeah. so Zar sneaks up behind him and just does the yeah neck break thing. Mm-hmm. And again, writes fight in their blood. Yeah, to yeah. which the people then see yeah. them too. And they're like, and they're oh, like oh god, god. <laughs> we really got to get to the ranger station now. Right. And there's been a slight introduction to the rangers because Charles Napier mm-hmm. is. Once again, another Bamcast alum yeah. who's been in a million things, none of which were the Bamcast movies that we've seen. But he's uh, one man force. He was yeah, in. but I mean, like you know, it. Rambo and, and Silence. But of his Lambs name is Moochow. 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 All right. M O O. Yes. C H O W. M O O. Yeah. And as we learn later, uh huh, was married to Sandra. Who's no, like, no. They were going to get married. He didn't show up. Yep. Right. Yeah. But she's like forty years younger than him. Easily. She, is she? <laughs> yeah. She's deceptively okay, not Okay, 30 young. years younger. Okay. I wasn't very deceptive. <laughs> it was kind of... I mean, yeah. But no, but you look at them and she's clearly... Yes. Way, way younger. Fine. That's true. But yeah, they... I'm guessing there's not a lot to choose from in desert California. I don't like, know. It seems awfully I, populated at times. Yeah. With tourists. <laughs> and there's like plenty of other tourists. There's plenty well, of other California to go to. Tourists? There were some <laughs> other rangers, yes, that we did For a brief period of time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he shows up at the at the ranger station. Driving a Suzuki. Yeah. Samurai. <laughs> Sweet Jeep. <laughs> and this other guy comes out. No, and he, no. He's just no, like, no, no, it's not. He's just like, I, I need... Guy comes out. He's like, "Hey, man, glad you're here, Charles Napier. I need to." But and he's like, "Just shut the fuck up and clear the, clean up the car. Yeah, just, just, get, just get out of get here. out of here." He's already like annoyed at everyone as yep. soon as he shows up. Yeah. Meanwhile, but, um, they're driving down the road again, like hauling hauling ass to try to get to the ranger station, and they get a flat tire. Yes. And mm-hmm. out of nowhere again, they just see Falchion walking through the the yeah, rocks, well, and he's up the hill. Yeah. Him. And because like, she's, hey. she's out there trying to change the tire, and oh. um, we we didn't. We, 
did we introduce? He was never introduced by name until yet. Just the old yeah. man sitting in the truck drinking beer. And he's just like, you ain't going to be able to live that drug with a jack in the sand here, man. <laughs> and like not helping her at all. Yeah. Right? Like she has to hop in the back and, yeah. and she's very clearly stumbling with it, you know, trying to playing it up so that he seems like he's lazy. Right. And he's like, well, you can't. And then she's like, well, and he's like, ain't that man over there? You trying to run over the car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. she walks over and he comes over. And then this is never made a big deal of in the movie at all. He walks over and helps them change the tire. By picking up the truck. Yeah. Yes. The back of the truck. Just picks now, it right up. A Ford. Or no, it was a GMC, but yeah. like a, a full-size truck. Yeah, a yeah. big truck. Yeah. And just picks it up Superman style. And the acts back. like it's a mild inconvenience. He's, He's just, just like, like you, hurry you up, this hurry is up. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It's, right. it's really strange that they don't make a bigger but deal out of that. I just, I just love drunk guy during oh, yeah. this whole scene oh, yeah. because she's like, oh, do you want me to pick up the jack too? And he's like, yeah, you better pick it up. Or it's going to get rusty if you leave it in the dirt by the time yeah. you get back. Hey, don't, don't, oh. scratch, don't scratch the truck, man. Yeah. Oh, he tosses it in the yeah. back of the truck and he's like, you're going to scratch the truck, man. Yeah. <laughs> but the first thing he's, he's like, right, that jack ain't, ain't going to be able to sport that truck in the sand like this. She's like, I ain't going to do it. Yeah. And he's revealed his name at some point. It's like Jack Did he? Jericho. Because I don't think she he says it. Okay. Yeah, I she think it's when they all met up. Okay. Like, that's my friend Jack Jericho. <laughs> Jack Jericho. <laughs> Jack Jericho. Or, no, that's my uncle Jack Jericho. <laughs> right. Sure. We're, like, we're all like, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> Jack Jericho. And he's like, hey, JJ. good to see you. I'm drinking. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking yes. this Keystone right, So, yes, the, the, dr- the drinking game in this is actually to drink <laughs> whenever JJ declares, you're going to have to do this, usually drive. Yes. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. It it's comes good, up a lot. It's a good excuse. Yeah. Pretty good excuse. Yeah. Don't try to you know keep pace with him, but just drink whenever he says that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And also drink whenever Robert Zarr holds his axe over his head and goes, ah! That's, oh, yeah. that's, that's just enough to get drunk. Yeah, because they've been cutting back and forth to Zadar on the top of the rocks, just going, ah! Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the evil, the eviler corporation has been like, they're going to go to the, the ranger station Mm-hmm. And tell him, you know, that about all these dead bodies that, you know, Zadar is going around killing people. So we should probably take the Rangers out of the equation. So they send uh, the helicopter. They, they send, as they describe in the movie, a gunship. Oh, sure. Which is just a helicopter <laughs> with a guy with helicopter. a gun. It's the Channel 12 news <laughs> yeah. chopper. Yes. It's the same helicopter they've been using the whole time, except there's a dude hanging out with a with gun. With a gun. <laughs> thus so, making it a gunship. Gunship, sure. Mm. But yeah, so he they fly over and kill all the Rangers. And <laughs> then they kind of come across Charles Napier, who's driving. I don't know where he was or going or anything. Well, he was inside. And well, yeah, that's right. He was separate. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, there. He like, wasn't there. Was the like, four Rangers had... were there. He was somewhere else. And he's driving. And all of a sudden, the helicopter shows up. And he just jumps out with his pistol, starts shooting at the helicopter. Doesn't do anything. Mm. And so, then it's a pro move right there. <laughs> yeah. But this is also one of those movies where like. If you if you're off screen, they're not finding you. Yes. Yeah. Because like the helicopter suddenly is just gone, yep. and he's like, "All right, I can go now." Yeah. But yeah, the, I guess the helicopter breaks off because they're being shot at. I guess a little bit, just yeah. enough for them to basically all stumble together. Him basically grab all three of the other people, <laughs> and like say, "Get over the hill now and hide." Mm-hmm. And this is this begins the. Let's throw Sandra to the ground game. Oh, man. This is the best drinking game because it's so... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I just mean because it's so ridiculous that it keeps happening. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah. first, first, he violently drags her to the side, yelling at her, like, don't put up a fight and be stubborn here. And then, yeah, just like throws her to the ground because everyone else is like, oh, shit, we should die behind this bush. And right. she's like, what? I don't know. And he's like, <laughs> get down. Get down. <laughs> yeah. Throws her down. Uh, helicopter's just like, well, all right. I guess they're gone. So mm-hmm. it bugs out. And yeah. then they're just. And then apparently up. without us, unbeknownst to us, they make a plan to split up and meet up at sundown. I don't know why. We don't know why. It just happens. And it doesn't like, last very long either because like there's there's they split off mm-hmm. and don't do much of anything separately. And then there's uh some tourists hanging out who get murdered. And then there's a scene missing from the film that Charles Napier then narrates to us later when they find mm-hmm. him. Okay, wait. <laughs> for just to be fair, um I don't think they do get murdered because it's the same family that shows up a little bit later in the no in the, diff- the different set of tourists. I this first this first family is different. Than, oh yeah, that guy looked exactly like the same guy. It was an old bearded guy, but it was different okay. guy. <laughs> different guy. At because the because movie wanted those, it to be a different guy. It may have been the same guy. There's no actually, way. But I don't know. After what Charles Napier describes, that that guy would then be out camping again, just collecting no, no, firewood no, no, for no, his shrew no. wife. Well, all right. Just <laughs> it seemed like the same guy. It's it may be the same actor, but. Okay. Not the same people. Anyway, but, yes. Anyway, tu- tourists. Napier and um, he's now paired up with the lady. Yeah. Uh, Sandra, I believe her name is. Yeah, Sandra. And and um, and is like, he. They're like, we must warn everyone and get to the, the the, the better ranger station where everyone's not murdered. <laughs> the, I don't know the yeah. one where yeah. the alive rangers <laughs> yeah, are yeah, the alive ranger station. <laughs> but he goes, yeah, he comes up with his family. He's just like, uh, there's been an incident. We you, you need to leave now. And he's like, oh, okay, we better do what he says. And she's like, not the, no, the park said open. We're having our picnic. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's like, like, honey, he has a badge. We should do what he says. He's like, I, I know what the side said, but incident get out now. Yep. So, yeah. And she, but she's like, no, yeah. we're having this picnic. <laughs> Right. We are picnicking. Yes. Not leaving. And then, yes. And then it's like they forgot to shoot it because apparently they get murdered and Charles Napier tries to stop them by ramming Robert Zadar with the Suzuki Samurai Jeep. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know, we don't see any of that because we come back. Like now they've met back up Mm -hmm. and uh, Napier is like laying up against the Jeep and is like, yeah, I'm going to tell you all of that. That just (laughs) happened, but you didn't get to see it. And he also, oh, also he took Sandra. So, yeah. Now I'm Sorry. Gonna, now I'm going to go with the old guy, and you should go rescue her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Zadar is just carrying her through the desert yeah. over his shoulder. Yeah. And pretty soon, Falchion just catches up with him. Yeah. And is like, hey, buddy, uh, drop her, hand her over, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, he uh, Zadar, like, puts her up against a rock, and then... They fight a little bit, and then he gets the upper hand on Zadar by killing him. Which she doesn't, yeah. like, if, if she's knocked out or whatever, she just has to kind of stand there and lean up against the rock. Yeah, it's, she's not, like, out. She's just sort of draped uh, it over It looks a like rock. a vertical chaise lounge. <laughs> she's yes. just like, I've fainted yeah. on this rock here. Oh. It's a fainting rock. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so they have a little fight, and Zadar ends up falling on his the own axe. axe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, getting pushed onto it, yeah. Sure. And, and know, then the bad guys are like, oh, no, we lost. Ah, like, <laughs> no, the he's guy's like, down. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, you haven't met my ace in the hole, my magic, magic lady. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have seen shots of, but has not come into play yet. It's his lady. She's a playboy playmate. She never yeah. has a single speaking word in the movie, I don't no. think. But she's just got feather headdress and giant nails and a cape of some kind and... 
now we know she's the magic lady because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she starts doing magic, magic lady things. stuff. She does boob magic. She does. She and brings him back. She to shows life. the camera some cleavage for a long time and draws some symbols onto. Robert Zadar's magic chest disappear. Yeah, and that's what the healing does. And also, he temporarily had blonde hair, and then yeah, his hair changes color a lot in this movie for some reason. But, uh, but yeah, he's he's all right. Yep, magic lady fixes him. So Mm -hmm. great, (laughs) Mm -hmm. undestructible hero. That's or villain. That's 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 a great plot device. That's fantastic. I hope they don't overuse that. That's a yeah. great pod device when you have a small cast. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I think they just wanted to do a lot of their Vision Quest photography stuff. Yeah, which the first time was all right. It was like, okay, you put together a little scene. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Nice, yeah, good like on you. Going through the canyons and fast motion. And... Yeah, flying helicopters over water and yeah. you know, mountains. Oh, reversed image. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, okay, you put together a nice little sequence. Good on you. So then Zadar's like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Time ah. to go finish murdering. Yeah. That's good now. <laughs> and uh, uh, um, this just starts him <laughs> appearing. If there's someone out in the desert, yeah, he's, he's like, just going to suddenly appear there. Right. Hey, he, he becomes Jason for all intents and Pretty purposes much. where it's like it doesn't matter where he was before or how long it should take to get there. Yeah. He's immediately not only yeah. there, but. On the other side of where the people are, like, yeah. Ge- geographically, he shouldn't even be on the other side. Right. Again, everyone's got myopic, yeah, screen vision. Right, if you're off screen, you can be anywhere. <laughs> yes, but this also like this begins the love interest between Falchion and Sandra. Oh yeah, uh, um, yeah. Uh, they really explain a lot of their. No, they they stop and kiss for a second, and then it's like they're just running down a hill, and I guess <laughs> whatever happened happened. Well. It, it, that's what kicks off the montage but yeah. they they they're running for a while and then they stop and he tells her a story of some importance that doesn't really sound interesting at all mm-hmm. it's like a past love that wanted him to give up the dragon fighting business <laughs> but he couldn't give up the dragon fighting business so he lost her to a guy behind a desk and that's probably why he hates corporations fuck corporations right mm. and then she's like well i'll make out with you yeah <laughs> and they do. I don't know what the fuck you just said. Like, but you reached out. Yeah, it's like thanks for opening up. Heart. You're sensitive. Yeah. Time to mm-hmm. put my tongue in your mouth. And the, like that happens, and like this song kicks in, and then just instantly, like boom, they're running down a mountain. Mm-hmm. And like literally, running it's it's not like a euphemism for something. It's so it sounded like montage music. It kind of turns out to be, but not in the way we were thinking. Not like, in the, like, let's improve our skills or really progress much time. No, it's just basically like, here's what the rest of the characters here's the just some are shit up to where they're, at the moment. Yeah, here, there's some shit where some people are running together and they'll eventually get back together. Yeah. And Here's James Hong. He's sitting in a chair. He's put a sweater on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and contemplating because, yeah, he's sitting there kind of in a zen-like pose. And the yes. other guy's like over there, like, you know, smoking a cigar and counting his invisible money and <laughs> just things that are happening. While this, while this awesome song plays. <laughs> now, the James Hong Corporation people are all constantly kind of... I would buy stock in that. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> man. Yeah. They're all sort of constantly sniping at one another, and I'm never actually sure why any of them are participating in this, because none of them seem at all like this is the best thing we could be doing with our time well, and money. Hong, yeah, James Hong himself even seems like reluctant to do this like it's really only Paré who's like yeah. talked him into doing it in the first place which and the other two are like really we're doing this and yeah like but there's one point where they're like uh we're gonna call the other people and just call this off because of all the murders and yeah <laughs> and he gets hung up on for his troubles because he's very like hey 
this is this is Tawasan from uh, Gaijin Corporation, and yeah. I don't know, but murders? Can we call it? Click hello. hello? Yeah, he's sort of like. <laughs> I think maybe this many murders are too many. Click, huh? Yeah. <laughs> are you there? And, and, and Parry's just like got hung up on, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I told yeah. you they weren't yeah. going to listen to you. Uh, is this? A, I think this is around the time where he basically reveals like. Um, the Michael Douglas wannabe guy from you know White People Corporation is uh, basically like, um, hey, you know, I I I liquidated all the stocks and and all of our insurance and everything, and I bet on both sides. So no matter what happens, I win. Um, and the other two are like, well, what about us? And he's like, I don't know. You can win or lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. basically what he and says, then, and exactly how he says yeah. it. And uh, and then Paré's just like then like turns heel on them, I believe, where he's just like. You know, uh, I, I basically set this whole thing up to, uh, you know, to like, you know, liquidate your company. So, huh? <laughs> and he, and yeah. he leaves too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which leads to them getting the ceremonial sorts yeah. to commit suicide. They, they don't actually go. Well, we don't see it. But, no, you but know. you know, James Hong does sort of hug these things like, oh, the sweet embrace of death yeah. will mm-hmm. release me from my dragon fighting. <laughs> how how could I have been so wrong? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we're kind of mostly done with them at this point. Like they have never uh, see them again. Yeah, they're they're basically like done. It's just like they have the ceremonial swords. You know, white people are winning either way. I guess I don't know. Yeah, and like well, the white people are because what happened when they get to the final fight? It's outside of the fight zone, and evil white guy is basically like, "Uh, this is how the fight zone's not sanctioned. The cops will be here any second. I gotta go. I'll see you. Yeah, I'll be on vacation. You should probably do something. Bye." Mm-hmm. I'm out <laughs> and he yeah. leaves and that's really it for both the corporations there's no comeuppance for either of them nah. um, but yeah back to you know what we're actually watching sure yeah um, they have their moment everyone meets back up and then like they come to this weird like invisible crossroads where they come up over this hill and he's like y'all go that way because I'm gonna go distract him over here bye and mm-hmm. Falchion like runs <laughs> off to the right of the camera mm-hmm. and everyone else just kind of goes straight and yeah. for the most part leaves danger yes kind of like Falchion is then running through one of the many, many canyons that's in this place, sees mm-hmm. a tripwire, you know, sees it before he gets on it, <laughs> steps over it, and then just goes up to the top of this cliff and waits for uh, Assface to come around the corner, Zadar right. to come around the corner, and is like, but just like knocks a rock onto him. Yeah, but like, oh yeah, because he kills him. Yeah, yeah he just he, like, he, haha. He, he won in a landslide. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Zadar's been buried with rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Yep. And we're like, well, okay, he just murdered in the box. Yeah. But then, you know, Magic, Magic Lady, Lady shows back up and we get our second resurrection of Robert Zadar. Which is basically just an edited down version of the first resurrection scene. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot shorter. I yeah. mean, it's just like, yeah, you've been here. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but again. Boob Magic. <laughs> it's a breast erection. Yeah. <laughs> Zadar basically just acts like he's getting up from a nap. He's just like, oh, what are these rocks on me? Oh. Yeah. Well, I like he picks one of them. He's like, fuck this rock. <laughs> yeah. This rock in particular. Yeah. Mm. And this is when, like, the second vacationing family comes into play. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or the first. However, I, sure, yeah. Who, who knows? Both, but, both shrill wife and, and, and dude who's, like, you know. Dude's, like, gathering same. wood for she's, a fire. Uh, well, so she's like, you got there, get a firewood for us to have family dinner, fucker. He's, like, he's already got, like, arms full of wood. He's like, I'm doing it. What well, do you yeah. And also, like, they only show, like, later when the kids are in peril, There's they only show the little, little kid, but. There's a like a teenage boy who's young David Byrne. <laughs> standing for half like a, a second, there is this kid standing there. I wasn't in a, sure if he was human or a scarecrow. <laughs> yes, he's standing there in a fucking talking heads like he oversized was like all jacket. jacket and nothing else. I'm like wh- what? <laughs> I know it was really weird. It's like kid, don't move, yeah. and we're just gonna put this drape on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You'll be in a movie. You'll be famous. But yeah, anyway, so yes, Robert Zadark <laughs> comes up on this family, and I guess for whatever reason, Charles Napier and company have been watching this. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Because he comes... Well, well Zadar like, threatens the kid. Actually, I actually think uh, something happens where... Uh, is this where JJ dies, or is he dying no, separately? He, well, he dies. What happens is Zadar comes upon the dad, who's still collecting firewood. He's like, God damn it, Brenda. How much wood do you fucking need? <laughs> right. I hate you. <laughs> Why do you do this to me every time? And then all of a sudden Zadar is there. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. There's a guy in a fucking knight costume with an axe. And yeah. Yeah. He gets it. All these people get killed basically off camera. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, you know, almost a POV shot of Zadar swinging an axe at him almost yeah. every time. Yeah. But so, yeah. So he kills the husband. Yeah, so he kills that. And then this is when every when like and then suddenly Zadar standing in front of the little baby. Yeah. Who holds up a little. He's got a toy gun. and He goes, make my day. <laughs> and Zadar just starts laughing at him. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to fucking chop <laughs> a kid or a baby. <laughs> this is the best day. I am murdering everything. <laughs> and what's funny about this is somehow Falchion is like two miles away because he just starts, you know, trying to do the Tom Cruise run, but it's just yeah. not working. And he's no. like, Oh, I gotta get there. Yeah. And, but old drunk guy is just right there. Yep. He like, suddenly you see the cooler drop to the ground. Well, he's got a shovel. Yeah. And he's got a shovel. <laughs> he's got to fight him with a shovel. Yeah. It doesn't go so well. No, he fights the dar for what he fights the dar. All right. Longer than he should. Yes. Um, but yeah, he eventually also gets an axe to the chest, mm-hmm. which, you know, because he's a speaking role, doesn't kill him right away because he gets right. to have a speech. Because uh, well, it's funny. I mean, an hour like, later, when like, Fauci well, finally well, no, gets Fauci there, is like is like way. But he's like basically doing the King Arthur or the, the from, thing from Holy, Holy Grail, Grail yeah. which is like like takes him a really long time to actually. Everyone's just looking like, am I seeing that? Yeah, it was actually it was lights a lot, but whatever. I think. Holy Grail, wasn't it? No, it was Holy Grail. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean, which night it did it? Oh, Whatever. right, right okay. the joke. You yes. know the joke, right? But yes, he basically gets there and is like, "Ha ha!" and fights him and gets him, <laughs> gets him to go away. Yes, somehow so that he can yeah. have this little death scene with JJ. Yeah, and he basically, I don't know, he says a bunch of shit about you got to put down the sword. It's not the hand and the sword. It's the sword that it's, puts down the hand. The hand the that open puts down hand the, of compassion down the sword. I yeah. fucking give me a beer. I want to die how I lived. Yep. And so he, <laughs> he dies. Oh, his last words were like, I, I think I've had enough. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I had enough. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. t- to this, Falchion says, so have I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like. Meanwhile. Yeah. Cause, okay. So, yes. Because now uh, Robert Zadar, I guess, murdered him. Is like, I, I've got a murder boner for this family. I'm going to kill them. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, he, now he's going after the little kid that's just sitting there in the middle of the of the field or whatever yeah which wasn't there grass i think there was grass like what i'm just saying like, this, this is weird geography because there's also snow around this area too but like there's a snow line yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, charles napier charges him and you know saves the kid or whatever and mm-hmm. gets killed kind of off well, screen again too it is well, a good five minutes of charles napier running through the mountains right being chased by zadar mm-hmm. uh like and at one point he, he remembers like oh i have a gun yeah. I'll use that. Oh, no Click. bullets. Well, yeah. throw gun at Zadar, <laughs> which, of course, doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, that's a good five minutes of Charles Napier yeah. just being chased and then getting murdered. Yep. Yeah. And we don't even really see where he gets stabbed because that's when we see the sword that's hidden in the hilt. Yeah, because he never blocked, shows up again. He's blocked the axe and then Zadar pulls out the sword and right. yeah. stabs him. So and, then, and I'm assuming stabs him in the balls or something because yeah. like they show the top half of his body and Napier is going, ah, this really hurts. Yeah, I imagine it probably stings a bit. <laughs> yeah. 
but everything is off camera because they didn't even have a budget for any sort of gore whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's dead. And then I guess uh, finally Zadar's like, all right, I guess I need to kill this chick now. Yeah, I'm going to kill this chick. So he kind of catches up with her. Mm-hmm. And this is when Falchion has just said, all right, I'm going to fight him. So he stops killing everybody. Well, when Jericho died, he's like, fuck it. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. I, it, the whole thing, the whole movie, they've just been yelling at him like, you know, is the reason he's killing everyone because you won't fight him? And he's like, yeah. It's like, maybe you should fight him. Yeah. <laughs> maybe then people will stop dying. How does yeah. that sound? Yeah. That's when he gives the whole, the only way to get out of the game yeah. is to not play, you know, to win the game. Yeah. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than him yeah. and you. This is people. Yeah. It'll just keep happening, and man. And they're just like, I don't want to die because you're not fighting him. So why don't yeah. you go fight him? But yeah, so yeah, it's pacifism sucks, yeah. man. It's it's Jericho who dies where it's he's basically like, yeah, that's when he says, okay, I've had, I've had enough. To yeah. Do. Time to murder. So but he, you know, he kind of again, geography. What is geography yeah. in this movie? Because he comes out from behind the rocks like ahead of Zadar. Yeah. Who is just kind of chucking the chick around <laughs> and he's like, all right, I got my sword. Let's fight. Yeah. And Zadar, like, just offhand, murders the chick, completely off camera, never seen again. We weren't even sure if she was murdered or not, but the way the movie ends, yeah, yeah, she was probably murdered by him also. Just the most unceremonious thing where it's just like, eh. He doesn't even make a move to come towards her to help. He is just standing back like, come at me, bro. Like, when you're done over there, I'm over here, come get me. Which, I, I mean, he made out with her. <laughs> yeah. 12 minutes earlier. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of hero are you? Falchion. Mm-hmm. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's He's not a good hero. No, he's not. At all. No. Because now everyone is dead. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. character in this movie except for the two of them is dead, and, and including James Hong and his buddies. Well, it's probably them, yes. <laughs> More than killed themselves because he wouldn't fight. Not, yes, not the other business people. Probably, I'm sure they. No, that guy went to the gas chamber. <laughs> oh, sure. He said he's, 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 he right. called it. Yeah. <laughs> Next day, woke up in the gas that's, chamber. That's, that's <laughs> with the, justice. That's the American version of falling on the sword. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll just go in the bathroom and gas chamber myself. Yep. But yeah, so he just waits for Robert Zadar to come over to him. Mm-hmm. And they 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 find like the the worst the least flat area possible oh to God. fight on because like it's instantly just stumbling and weapons falling and just you know and then yeah. it's like a long Falchion's just like I'm just gonna climb up this mountain yeah. chase me there's a lot of just stumbling fighting yeah in well, the mountains and then the, suddenly the helicopter lands near them <laughs> mm-hmm. well. He, they spend a lot of time climbing the mountain. They get up to Why the top and the have like two sword hits and then they both just tumble all the way down. And that's when the helicopter shows back up and just sort of like lands next to them like, hey, guys, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. Maybe we had a camera mounted to it. They do on a let's play. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Check this out. But yeah. So they, they fight hey guys, some more and eventually here. I think both lose their weapons and then are just kind of, you know, They're just strangle fighting. Just yeah. kind of fighting. And yeah, it's the whole like, I'm about to throw you into the tail rotor of the, of the helicopter. Oh, wait, no, I flipped you around and you got you got squished. Yeah. Which isn't even shown nah. very well. It's just, it's, you it's know, just... sling some blood on the helicopter and on a rock and yeah. Zadar's dead. And the hel- <laughs> helicopter guy's just like, oh, oh, that happened. Well, all right, later. You gotta go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> My work here is done. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. And... I, ta- I take tourists through the desert and just land so that you can murder bad guys. My yeah. work here is done. 
It was a good day. Is he really the bad guy, though? Robert Zadar? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think the bad guy was us. <laughs> I think what, man is the, <laughs> the man da- is most dangerous the gamer. Oh. Uh, whatever. But yeah, then uh, I guess he walks over to uh, to Sandra and gives her a, a Captain Kirk burial. Just piles a bunch of rocks on her. Mm-hmm. It's like... Was that her or was that Zadar? I didn't know. I thought it was her. Okay, I'll go with her. Because he seemed kind... Okay, he seemed less stoic about it than maybe he would have Zadar. It was probably JJ, actually. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he was his best friend. Actually, he asked not to be buried, so that would be disrespecting oh, JJ's true. memory. Yeah. Okay. I think he buried the chick. Okay, we'll go with that. Because he was kind of like... And then sword as a grave, grave marker, I guess, yep. and it's like, I'm out of here. And then Jericho narrates the rest of the movie, which is basically just his death speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then credits. It was Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. That's where they met. Oh, okay. <laughs> Credits with a song. Oh, God, yes. Great Brought song. Brought to us by Velvet Hammer. Velvet Hammer, you guys. Velvet yeah. Hammer. It's where you make your stand. Do, 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 do something. Copyright, what was that? Like, all-purpose music or something all, like all that? Pur- 1990, <laughs> all-purpose music. Whatever you want that music for. Yep. It's there. It suits any need, except the end Funerals, of this movie, which it doesn't fit nope. at all. Funerals His stand was mitzvahs. to get everyone killed and then give in and fight anyway. It's yeah. really most-purpose yeah. music. Oh. But well, do only... it outside the fight zone so no one wins. Yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's just right. Straight because, murder. yeah, they ended up outside the fight zone. Yep. So that, yes. So now he's guilty of murder. Hmm. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> and I reckon we rate it. We do reckon. That's... Yes. Yep. Anyone? <laughs> it gets one jocks from me solely because of Zadar's outfit. <laughs> because the first time that showed up, we could not stop laughing. It's the best. And well, and it gets another like it basically gets half a jocks for that and half a jocks for JJ, who is legitimately funny mm-hmm. in just about everything he says throughout that movie. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, it's kind of a big role for him. That guy usually just like wanders by as like a homeless person mm-hmm. or something. But, you know, but yeah, but otherwise the fight choreography is terrible. The geography is terrible. The motivations of everyone make no sense whatsoever. No, but I just I have this weird nostalgic part of me that still loves these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, it's like it, I know it doesn't look like Warlock, but like to me, everything that was that early video, early <laughs> 90s, you know, late 80s, early 90s video yeah. all looks like fucking Warlock. Yeah. And it's kind of that sort of feel. OK. And it's it, it's just that weird feel of. All right. We got no budget, but somehow we have these actors in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. But it's it's barely a recommendation just for that stuff. You're probably better off watching it on YouTube anyway, but just clips of Well, sure, good luck. <laughs> if you can it. even find it. But uh, yeah. But I, only one jocks, that's all I can do. Okay. I, I can I can do better than that. I could do two jocks. Ooh. And I can name that movie in <laughs> <laughs> Um Okay, so I know I, I end up saying this a lot when I give a movie a couple of jocks. It's fine. It's not good. <laughs> um but I think it is very strangely watchable. It's not shot badly. The film no. stock is pretty good. They had a clue about some of the things, but like storytelling and pacing, they didn't have clues about. But I think it is a an entertaining watch, especially with your buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love, love the music in this as... As yeah. much as they overuse that wind chime bullshit mystical sound effect that they do a hundred times, I the music in this is much better than your standard Casio keyboard bullshit. Um, 
But wasn't it just the same, like... I don't care. The that, same eight bars over and those over eight and over bars again? Were those fabulous. bars were good. They were really good. Yeah, I, I will say that. The music in this is really... Yeah, for this kind of movie, it should have been exactly scored what you with want. a keyboard, but it wasn't. It actually had a little bit something to it. So I really like that. the budget went, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I did laugh a couple times when the movie actually wanted you to laugh through the dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I it just... It's watchable. I, I think it's watchable. I think it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's paced horribly. The story is bullshit, but yeah, very watchable. What? I didn't say Watch it was it. fine. No, no, just the just the, <laughs> the word watchable. Something that is able to be watched. I mean, hey, we've watched I, I, things that are unwatchable. Uh, this, this is true. Um, I will I will go ahead and go uh, since I have a statement prepared uh, from my lawyer. Um, <laughs> um, this movie gets one bags um, and it only gets one bags because I want to see how someone like some other people react to this mm-hmm. so I want to show it to some people just to be like <laughs> here you go <laughs> you want to surprise them with it? yeah I just want to throw it like like ah! Yeah, like a like a cat scare in a movie, just now <laughs> throw dragon fight at them. <laughs> right. Like I want to, they're I opening see... your cabinets, and all of a sudden, dragon fight jumps out at them. <laughs> exactly. Like maybe, like maybe hanging out with your buddies, having a couple of beers. Like, hey, watch this. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I can oh, see dragon that. fight, and I want to see them go on that same sort of ride that that we went on. Like, oh, dragon fight. Listen to the music, Robert Zadar. <laughs> huh? Yeah, um, that sounds and, like a fun time. Yeah, and and. There are a couple good things. Uh, JJ made me laugh. I like that. I like that character. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Zadar is he's there. <laughs> he is yes. <laughs> um, but that's really it. the The fights were so bad. They're so pretty bad. bad. For you're a stunt gonna, man, and really, they're not come on. Bad, and they're not bad in a fun way either. No, yeah. no, they're just bad in a like in a very awkward, poorly shot, yeah. poorly choreographed way like even the fight that should have that wasn't even the most important fight in film which was the the outside of the bar fight it seemed like every time contact was made they would cut immediately yeah like it was you never got a shot of what looked like contact like they were maybe they were missing so wildly that they had to immediately cut away so that we wouldn't see it it just seemed wasn't staged very well yeah mm-hmm. so it's very strange hmm. i don't know what so, movie you guys watched dragon fight Huh? Because I have to give this movie four jocks. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got a spit take, sir. <laughs> Go on. I, I kind of fucking love this movie. I would almost give it five jocks. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Wow! If it, wow. It, strong word. Were it not for the third act, yes, um, this mm-hmm. movie would get five jocks. Um, <laughs> you're incredibly tickled by that. Um. <laughs> Like, okay, if you were to, like, if you were to just close your eyes, go with me now, people, close your eyes, mm-hmm. and imagine 80s movie where two men fight each other with fucking medieval weapons in the desert, and then, like, let your mind, like, brew on that for a little bit, and you will see this movie, and you can see this movie. It is available. Yeah. Like, the, the uh, soundtrack, barely. the well, soundtrack, the if shots. If a child directed it, I mean, <laughs> a dumb child it's, with no imagination. It's Aww. gleeful and, and awesome, and all the shots in front of the sun are, like, yeah. just, I mean, it's like, it's poor man's Conan, and I love it. Really? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I don't think it has I'm nearly so that. I mean, 
<laughs> I don't I don't want to deny See, that I mean obviously I can't deny that you that you like it um, because that's your opinion whether it's wrong or not in which case it is <laughs> uh, in this case it is um, but like I don't find like Conan has charm and style and I don't feel like this has Conan any one of is a great fucking movie yeah. hands down period like two this is like this is poor man's there's Conan three different, two it's, this oh, is three this different is, this is poor man's Conan the Destroyer mm-hmm. oh all right all right still Fair like. Enough. See, now you know how I felt during Elves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was like, why do they hate it so much? I This is this is kind of terrible, and but like... It's I'm, your I, brand of terrible. I am always amazed when we find something that I feel like nobody's seen, and I'm like, how has nobody seen this and talking about it? Because like, to me, this is the recipes that people make fun of in things like Blood Dragon, and I mean, mm. this is just like, literally, like this is that movie, genuine. Yeah. And like I just think about all of the bullshit that people have made trying to look like this, and this is just that naturally. The shot standing in front of the sun, and the lens flares, and the music, and I don't know. I just I I could show this to people, and I I just be like, man, you got to see this movie. I don't think people are going to get behind it like you will. All right, but but the the way you described it, I understand. Yeah, I don't agree, yeah. but I understand. Okay. Yeah, but the the third act, like bringing Zadar back a second time, which is like, all right, really, like just give him a better first death, and then just I, it it got Bring super con- it got yeah. super convoluted. I was really hoping that it would end with him killing her, so that she would stop resurrecting. Oh, I, I kind of I kind of yeah. that saw that coming too. It was like, oh, I've you know, like I actually thought like, okay, if you're going to do this a second time, let's do this like four more times until he discovers, <laughs> like just so, like so, like suddenly it's like, like almost like, a montage of like I got to kill Robert Zadar again <laughs> yeah, right. until I find why he's It just becomes back. Edge of Tomorrow where yeah. it's just like bam, bam, yep. bam. All right, yeah. you've killed him how he many just times? Keeps now? Waking up until yeah. he's like, oh, that you know, magic bitch up there. I got to kill her. Okay, yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. So all I mean, right. I don't know. I just I. I was all in for this one. I mean, until the third act, and it was just like, eh, you lost a little. Mm-hmm. Great. Glad to hear it. I'm right. thrilled you said that. Maybe this will take off like Troll 2, and we'll be totally. heroes. Okay. Yes. Just for one day. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Second half. Second half. Here we are with some more podcasting. Yes. For your ears. Yeah. And your eyes if you're watching the live stream. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Hi. It's horrifying. (laughs) So. Yes. Does anyone have movies to talk about? Yes, I think we do. All right. Who has the most recent movie? I saw a 2014 movie and a. Congratulations. 2012. I have to look it up. Okay. 2013 is my newest, so. Uh, 2013. He's got me trumped. Yeah. Oh. Well. How about you, Chuck? Mine are old. Old shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'll I'll start with. I'll just quick get my double feature out of the way. I watched right. the movie Whiplash. 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 Oh, with J.K. Simmons. Uh huh. Yelling. And Miles Teller. Oh, that movie. Okay. Um. So. I I like this movie a lot, but like this is um, this is definitely like one of those movies. It's it's it's. Well shot and 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 stuff such uh, enough, but it, like it's one of those just like writing and acting showpiece kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I like it's it's one of those movies. It, it's interesting to me, despite me knowing almost nothing about the subject material, because it's really about advanced music theory kind of thing, 
and it's more or less Full Metal Jacket meets Jazz Band. <laughs> wow. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, J.K. Simmons nope. is basically Gunny from Full Metal Jacket in All the right. form of a music teacher slash, I guess, less teacher as the, like, um, studio band director of this uh, music school. Okay. Um, is band like, director. Is he like band- Mr. Holland? Mm. No, he's more like <laughs> Mr. Germany. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I get um, it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's... It's just really good, and I mean, I, I get why he, it's, I get why he you know was nominated slash won the um that statue thingy, but like it's really weird because like no one really talks about Miles Teller's performance, and he's been one of those people that like I always just been like, oh that goofy fuck is in a movie, you know, just everything he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Is, I it's not that I dislike him, it's just like oh that guy, you know, that goofy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like the first time I was like, oh okay, well you know he might be all right down the line, you know, like. This might be like this was like the turning point movie where you stop going like, oh, you know, it's pretty boy Brad Pitt. It's you know, it's pretty boy Leonardo DiCaprio again. It's like, oh, okay, maybe this guy can act. Hmm. So it's just kind of that. Um, so maybe that's why they're just like, oh, all right, good first effort. Next time, you know, maybe we reward you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's right. just that kind of thing. Sure, it, but it, it's it is a really. So he good... needs one more movie so people won't just call him Whiplash. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Miles Whiplash. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you just like. Yeah. Just call him Whiplash. Yeah, like Billy Bob. Until he did like right. Armageddon and stuff, people are just like, oh, Sling Blade. Yeah. 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 That, that guy Sling Blade. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I, I guess it depends on how high profile fanta- this Fantastic Four movie is going to be. I don't. Uh, that oh. could just bomb and who knows. Yeah. It could actually hurt more than anything else. I don't know. But it's it's a good movie and it's definitely worth watching. And it's um, full of expletives and. Oh. Not really like anything else overly offensive. There's some kind of like hard training stuff. So there's kind of some grossness of like pushing yourself too far. But yeah, there's there's a scene towards the end of the movie and I won't get spoiler. It's just like it's if there's a part of the movie that's like fantastically directed. It's just like the sequence of like just we're going to show someone we're going to show you somebody's worst day ever. Just sequence of events shot Mm -hmm. remarkably well. And just just this like uh, just like this is going to just get worse and worse and worse and worse for this guy. Hmm. But good overall and like a, a really good ending. Like ending a movie is strong, and that's something that like a lot of movies like this fall flat. Like even though I was kind of maybe on, on board with Birdman more than some people, mm-hmm. like that ending was just like, huh, you know? Yeah. So, um, all right. So second second movie I watched. I'll go ahead and I decided to have like a musical double feature because I realized there was another movie um, someone had been recommending to me that I was like, oh hey, that's music related. I should watch that too. And that is Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, that movie. Um, Cohen Brothers. Cohen Brothers. Um, wow, what a what an odd movie. Like even for like Cohen Brothers standards, like it, it's strange because it almost feels like multiple movies at times. Like there is a section of the movie where. I swear it felt like if Stanley Kubrick had directed On the Road. <laughs> like, okay. I, I was just oh, like, okay. what happened to this movie? Like, not in a bad way. It's just like, this is a very different movie right now. And then it's just like that sequence is kind of over. And it's like, all right, back to the movie you were watching. Mm. And it's just like, whoa. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I found the movie. It's it's weird because like the music is almost as charming as something like Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, mm-hmm. you know, sixties folk music, um, and not done cheesily like, you know, yeah. Mighty Wind or whatever. Um but it, it the movie itself is just not cheery like that. I mean, there were some dark things happening in Oh Brother Art though, but that whole movie just kind of like you pretty much have a smile on your face the entire time you watch this, whereas this movie's a little more 
somewhat in the vein of uh, um, No Country for Old Men, where it's just like, I, I'm enjoying this, but like it's also just a tiniest bit hard to watch. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, it doesn't have that rewatchability. Dower. Dower, yeah, I guess that's the right word. It just doesn't have the rewatchability. But I, I, I still ended up really enjoying it. And there's some great performances by people I didn't even know were in the movie. And it's just fun when like they show up. And I'm like, oh, you, you're in this. And I'm okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I would I would recommend both movies. I mean, it's it actually makes a pretty good double feature. Um, even though I mean, s- stylistically the music is not similar at all. Yeah, I just enjoyed them both. Hmm. And I realized okay. I ne- the only uh, Coen Brothers movie I've not seen now is A Serious Man, so I I never did get around to seeing that. I have not seen that either. But other than that, I've seen every Coen Brothers movie. Well, you're ahead of the curve, sir. All right. Yeah, those that's, movies are good. That's it. Generally yeah. speaking, yeah. <laughs> So you've even seen Intolerable Cruelty? I have. Lady Killers? I am. I will go on record as saying I'm a staunch defender of Lady Killers. Okay. I really like that. And that's one of those other movies where it's like, holy shit, J.K. Simmons. Like, early on before everyone else was on the J.K. Simmons bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Oz, too. You know, that's, yeah. that's the, probably the earliest. Yep. Yeah. About you, Mackie? What'd you see? Yeah. I watched uh, a little <laughs> trilogy of movies. In preparation for a movie we're going to see next week. Uh-huh. And we've talked about them enough, but Fast Five, Furious Six, and Tokyo Drift. Oh, you watched so, them in the proper order. I did. Okay. <laughs> so I was up on the chronology before we watched Seven. Right. Uh, Fast Five, I'm confident now in saying that's the best action movie of the past 20 years. Okay. Straight up. That We're still movie. going with 20? Yeah. You have to revise this? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm still confident saying that is the best okay. action movie of the past 20 years. I, I say 10, and I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, but I say mm-hmm. 10. Okay. 10's my cutoff, because then you don't have to fight things like The Matrix and yeah. um, Understand things that, like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Furious 6 still suffers from way too much story, and the whole like upping the ante feel that it kind of has, which is very odd then when watching Tokyo Drift, because it feels like the last one that had real people in it. <laughs> right. L- like, like, you know, events that were like, I mean, yes, the ending is really dumb, but it's kind of like the quintessential Fast and Furious thing where it's like, you could kill me, but why don't you let me race? And whoever loses gets kicked out of town. You know, it's like, that's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb, but it fits with this series perfectly. But, you know, that that's the last one. That one feels like it has actual people in it. So, you know, because after that, they're just like, we're superheroes and physics. Fuck physics. <laughs> Right. Which is fine. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm all for that. That's why I want to see those movies. But it makes me that slightest bit worried about Seven is because it's kind of like that whole, well, we got to go crazier and we got to go crazier. And it's like, where do you kind of, you know, it's kind of like Saints Row video games have that same thing. Right. Where it's like, where the fuck do you go from here? So that's that's the only. You give them actual superpowers. You maybe drive they, a car they through have, skyscrapers. Yeah, that's they what you have do. in Fast and Furious Four. He had detective vision and he figured out where she crashed the car and what happened. And, yeah, I could drive know. Mach Three through a mountain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, they're they're still. I think Tokyo Drift is the most underrated one of that entire series. Like, I really, I really, I must be the only one, but I really like the protagonist in that one, Sean. Like I think because you get to know him so well. Oh, you mean that kid from Sling Blade? Yeah, <laughs> with his terrible accent, it's great. Kid from the X Files. Yes, but it's a real. Kid from the X Files movie, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, you say that every time. <laughs> I know, idiot. Makes you mad. It does. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so I watched those. I'm ready. Ready. We got our tickets. Yep. Fury Seven. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Also entered the contest to see it a day earlier than we're going to see it. Yeah, I haven't heard back from them yet. I have not either, so... I also refer to John Locke as the guy that blows up at the beginning of the X-Files movie. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they, I I like those movies. They're yeah. Fun. They're <laughs> pretty you? good. They're pretty good. Looking forward to seven. So, Chuck. Yes, sir. You mentioned you saw some. I watched a few things. Yeah. And you said you read a book. I did. Again? I read another book. Another uh, book. We're going to talk about that. Um, book. Let me talk about a Vampcast movie first. Okay. Uh, I watched Soldier. Yeah. Soldier's a movie I'd seen before. Watched it again. Eh. I, I know you guys were really high on Soldier. Um, I like I like the beginning of Soldier. I like the end of Soldier. I think the middle section of that movie, when it becomes beyond Thunderdome, can just fuck right off. As soon as little kid future Dickensian street urchins show up and it's just like... We're a society. We live on the trash planet. It's just like, oh, fuck off. This is the worst. I don't care about this. Yep. It just instantly takes me out of it. I just I just but don't care. Then he murders everyone after that. I That's great. I love that. He but really murders. It, it becomes like one of those Star Trek episodes where I just always skip it because they just go down to the planet and the planet is like, it's an Ireland story. It's about Ireland, but it's a foreign planet. I just who cares? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. But. Yeah, I mean the beginning and end of Soldier is pretty good. the The whole like soldiering stuff is is really good. <laughs> I like the when soldier. soldier is soldiering, it's <laughs> yes. pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, and then so you know, last week I, I watched the four Lethal Weapon movies, and I was like, I'm still in the move for buddy cop franchises, and I've only seen the first Rush Hour. Let's watch all the Rush Hour movies. Mm. Boy, that was a mistake. Yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> those movies, none of those are good. Not not one of those movies would I say is a good movie. They're just all like varying degrees of terrible. Like just the the Jackie Chan stuff, of course, is going to be good. But like in the first movie, I felt so embarrassed for him because that whole movie is just like you're a foreigner and you're in America and we're just going to mock the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. The others are kind of different because they're in different places. The second one's in Hong Kong. Third one's in France for who knows why. Um, they just none of those are good. It, I, I have no idea why that's a popular thing. Like Chris Tucker's character is the most insufferable asshole I've seen in a film in a long time. Like the, like he's one of those characters that cannot function in society. Mm-hmm. There's no way he should be allowed to do anything that he's doing. You know, he just barges into a room and you know just basically like. Walks up to a table and flips it over. Is just like, what? I'm Chris Tucker. And everyone's like, oh, well, okay. I guess, you know, you're going to get results. Yeah. It's just. I, I, at the time, I remember enjoying them, but I suspect, as you're confirming now, that they probably have not aged very well at all. No. It just. And, and isn't two basically just a carbon copy of the third of the first one? Yeah. It just rolls reversed. Yeah, kind of. It's just Chris Tucker is in Hong Kong. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. But he's still an insufferable asshole. He's being an asshole to everyone. It's just he doesn't have the rest of the entirety of America standing there also being an asshole. You know, you're foreign. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't get it. I don't I don't get why any of that. Hey, Don Cheadle shows up in the second one. I, I have no idea why. But that's like the only tolerable scene is like Don Cheadle's unbilled cameo in this movie. Yeah, I forgot he's in it. Yeah. 
It's just like, I don't care why he's in this. This is kind of entertaining. So, but, okay. man, that'll probably lead me down a rabbit hole of watching old Jackie Chan movies again. That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like I mean, his scenes, it just reminded me so much of, of how I loved, you know, that sort of like late 80s era Jackie Chan stuff that I would, you know, back in the days of tape trading where you could actually get the actual versions and not the, the cut up terrible versions mm-hmm. that Miramax was putting out or whatever. Um, that are tend to be the versions that are on Netflix now. Yeah. So there's that. And um, the book that I'm currently reading now relevant to our interests is uh, Pam Greer's autobiography. Oh, okay. Which okay. is called Foxy. Makes sense. Um, I'll allow it. It is a pretty good read. It's not exactly what I was hoping for because she kind of glosses over every movie she's ever made. Like the movies are just sort of like something going on in the background while she talks about her personal life. Mm. And it, you can't really gauge that when you pick up a book like, is this book going to be what I want or not? You flip through it and it's like, oh, she's talking about coffee and that, you know, I just when I read these things, I want behind the scenes information of movies and stuff that I mm-hmm. like. And I will say that normally in books like these, when you're reading like the 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 biography stuff, the the early days, childhood stuff like that, I tend to just gloss over that stuff because I'm not interested in it. Hers is at least interesting, although horribly tragic. That woman has had some terrible, terrible things happen to her over time. Um, and kind of, I think, has blocked out timelines of things because her book is written in such a way to where she'll mention having done a couple episodes of Miami Vice and then talk about then getting a movie that was made in 1980. Mm. There's some weird time discrepancies going on. And there's like some weird, like I watched a Richard Pryor documentary recently. And and according to the documentary, she and Richard Pryor were engaged and up like the day before the wedding, he ran off and got married to someone else. And she was like going to murder him. She didn't participate in the documentary, but a lot of people were telling that story. She doesn't mention anything about that in her book. She talks about Richard Pryor and her relationship with him, but like that's any part of that is never mentioned. Mm. So I don't know. There's there's some weird reality discrepancies in that book. Some weird weirdness. Yeah, but it's a it's a good read. She's an interesting lady and has had a surprisingly shocking life <laughs> that is makes me feel bad in a way. Um, but she overcame like a bunch of stuff and became a huge star and got a lot of money and you know people everywhere love her so mm-hmm. everything worked out okay in yeah the end. i think she's you know she's she's all right all right um i just wanted to talk about a, a little bit of tv real quick and um television yeah television i have been watching the last man on earth the will forte joint um, show i am dvring are you i Need to start watching it. Okay. Has anybody else watched any of any episodes of The Last Man? Nope. Okay. All right. I was hoping that some of you had. Um, I'm aware but, of it. <laughs> well, great. Um, <laughs> I heard he has a beard. He does start off with a beard. Oh. Um, this show has gone on a really weird arc for me. Um, like the first episode and a half, I really, really liked because it was that like it's the you know the things that happen when you're the last man on earth you just do whatever yep like, and, the, like the first third of uh the hell's the will smith movie they made a billion times i am legend yeah yes. yeah so the first like episode and a half is that and then it is uh will forte's character just being a terrible person for the rest of it Uh-oh. 
and it's a it's a hard turn i feel like um and it's really has sort of soured the way i feel about that show and like that was I, fast yeah, yeah yeah uh i really wanted it to um like to continue being kind of irreverent and charming and and light and it has it still has its funny moments but it's gone in a direction that i just like i'm i don't think that like if they don't turn it around the next episode i'm probably going to stop watching mm. because it's just it's turned into that thing that we're not really keen on with sitcoms these days where like okay it's just you know it's just about an asshole okay that's yeah that's funny for a couple jokes but yeah, yeah. i guess i just have something <gasps> i guess yeah. i was already predisposed to not liking that show because that got made and an adaptation of why the last man never did like just fell through all the time, which is one of my favorite comics ever. Hmm. And one of those comics that has like, it didn't just keep going. They like, all right, here's our story. Right. We told it over the course of like five and a half years and then we're done. Right. Well, it's sort yeah. of like when like uh, once upon a time started, it's like, why isn't this fables? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. but apparently that's actually, I mean, I don't, some people like it. I don't I, I, yeah, some people do. I don't know. I've never watched it. But like, to me, it was like, how how could nobody get Why the Last Man working and yet this show was able to happen? Yeah. You know? Because a previously established comedian threw his weight behind it. I guess. <clears throat> oh, plenty of people have plenty, attempted yeah. to make Why the Last Man too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I bet we have some emails to listen to. You know what? <laughs> listen to we him do. read them? Yes. Yeah, yes. you get to listen to me read them. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Cool. So, it's like a book, right. only shorter, yeah. and from other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if and you want to write us, by professionals, yeah. if you want to write us, write us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Call us at nine one zero five jocks bmf. Damn right. Yep. Just getting it in early. You, you know. can repeat it. Don't worry. I saw the look <laughs> on seg- your face. Your segment is still safe. Uh, yeah. Jesus. I'm not. I'm Just not early. It's my thing. Early hyping. I know, but it's okay. It's repetition, man. Yeah. That's how That's how you get it out there. Yeah. You got to do something three times. Yeah. So people remember it. People's heads. Three times. Yeah. Just apply directly to the head. Yep. Apply directly Three to times. the head. Apply directly <laughs> to the head. Yep. All right. First one up is from John Oddity, who wants our opinions. Okay. Well, that we could do that. We're full of those. It says, greetings, casters of Banff. First, oh. thank you all for your patience of job disposition on my rambling voicemail. Especially to you, Mighty Mackie. Halfway through, I was even thinking, shut that fucker up. We get it. You hate the movie. Short form letters from now on. Now, topic. Have you guys ever encountered a true, uniformly bad film? but found admiring qualities that lingered with you. It doesn't change the standing grade of the movie, but sometimes you might go back and analyze the film, see what left you enamored. Great acting in a bad movie or stunning cinematography, etc. I've been contemplating this with Nicholas Winding Refn's Only God Forgives, and especially after seeing the fascinating making of My Life directed by Nicholas Winding Refn, I recommend the doc. Hook 'em horns back at you, Harlow, for Die Hard with a V, <laughs> V, John O, out. <laughs> Wow, there's a lot yeah. in that email. Yeah, so bad movies that had like one redeeming thing in them. That's kind of and our not like our stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not necessarily our thing. I think is what he's getting at is it's more like legit bad movies. Yeah, like if we had like like bags movies that we've talked about, or or uh, legit movies that we just fucking yeah. can't stand. Like me, I can't stand Summer of Sam. Right. But I appreciate like near the end of that movie, kind of like the claustrophobia and the like the tenseness that gets introduced into that movie. Mm -hmm. Like it just, it, 
it's hard to explain, but there's like it it feels physically oppressing to watch that movie. It just feels like so many things are going so wrong for so many people, even though they shouldn't be. Yeah. That I appreciate having that reaction, even though I cannot stand that movie. <laughs> yeah. But that that's one that's one that comes to mind for me that because that's one of my least favorite movies of all time. But I, I think I think I've talked about this before, but like the Twin Peaks movie for me is probably something I hate with intense fury. Mm-hmm. Like just flames on the side of my face. Just <laughs> do you firewalk with that? <laughs> um, but I've probably seen that movie more than any other movie I dislike because probably just because it's the Twin Peaks universe. But my passionate hatred of that thing is strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess it's endearing quality is that it is the same actors and characters from a thing that I hold dear, but I'm just amazed at how bad that thing is. So I, I think maybe it's my amazement at how wrong it is, how completely tonally and everything, how it's just mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. So hmm. um, I don't know why I'm drawing like a completely blank on this, but I think, the first thing that popped in my head is, uh, this is mostly for Chuck, um, Star Trek V is by far the worst Star Trek movie, period, oh. without a doubt. Oh. But the funny thing is, is like because it's Shatner directed, it's like some of the best Shatnering in all of the Star Trek universe. <laughs> he directs himself very well. Right. And so like, you know. Just do more of that, <laughs> that thing. thing that I'm doing. Wait, I'm That's so telling good. me oh. to do this. But like, I, you know, Just looking into a I mirror. never, well, I'll never get tired of the line, even though I. I, I utterly hate that movie is what does God need with a starship? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so just, the, yeah, the way that like shit, that, like the, how that's delivered. I mean, yeah. I, does that make it good? I don't know, but I remember it. Um, oh. And, and uh, okay. Another movie. I like, I'm trying to think of like the, my worst movies of all time. That's mm-hmm. like the, the yeah. list I went to. And there's easy stuff like episode one. You can point out pod race, stuff or, like that. I, I think the lightsaber fight at the end. Yeah, that but, too. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, the other thing that popped in my head is like I I hate with a utter burning uh, passion again uh, Spawn, funnily enough, as you should. Uh, um, and um, but yeah, like I, I like Michael Jai White is a good martial artist, and like that movie kind of put him on the map. And so like I'm I'm thankful like even though I have issues with, I'm glad like Black Dynamite probably exists because of Spawn and, and finding him because he was he was really kind of a nobody. He was probably just a stunt man. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. never going to be a leading man until like that movie came along and they were like, "What about this guy?" But, <laughs> you know, so there's like that. And I think you know, like the parts early in the movie like where they were like, "Let's do the what makes the story uh, interesting were kind of good and then it just becomes that CG nightmare and John Link was almost shitting literally shitting all over the movie. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, but I unwatchable. Hate that movie. So. Yes. But I agree with you. Yeah. Um anybody else? I'm not coming up with a good example right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, Bond movies that we hated, there's always a sequence in just about all of them that I think is pretty sweet. Like the the whole plane thing in the beginning of Octopussy. I mm. fucking can't stand Octopussy, but the plane thing in the beginning is like, that's pretty good. You know. Uh, Octopussy's pretty good. No, you're fucking... No. You don't get to say that, Chuck. Octopussy, I do get to say it. No, you don't. It's I, fucking terrible. Whatever. That was that. That was like Manchurian Candidate into your head by TBS. I think. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You've just seen it so many times. I have like, seen it. A it's lot. good. I've seen a lot. <laughs> I think they actually. I think TBS must have gotten paid for showing it instead of the other way around. Probably. Yeah. It's like, please show this. Yeah. Because <laughs> that that was on. That, 
that, that movie was on more than any other Bond movie when I was growing up. And I was just like, I think I remember when I was a kid, I was like thinking like, this is a good Bond movie. Man, the yo-yo saw blade thing. And then like yeah. saw it and, and I'm like, no, this is terrible. Oh. This is awful. Hmm. All right. So you want another uh, email? Yeah. You love one. Give yeah. me one. That, this somebody me. sent to BMF at BMFcast.com. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> He's grabbing break, for the mic. Leave the mic alone, sir. Fucking microphone over your knee, you son of a God. bitch. Whoa! Wow! All right, easy there. I so, mean, uh, go on. Okay. Uh, next one is from bitch. Ben H, who says, "Bonjour, mi amigos." Hey, como tal vous? Hi, guys. Bonjourno. It's been, it's been like a year since I've emailed, but I just listened to the Bronx Warriors episode, and I wanted to give BJ my review on Frank, which I loved, but apparently he did not. He sends a link to the letterbox, which I will forward to you. Because oh, okay. we don't need to read that. But uh, he says, so if you could send it his way, he may or may not appreciate it. Who knows? I anyway, will. <laughs> I'm still a devoted listener, even if I never write you guys anymore. But you fuckers never call, so fair's fair. <laughs> Give us your phone number. I'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> don't give us your phone number. By the way, I completed my BAMFCAST-inspired Bond marathon back in December. All Thanks right. for putting the idea in my head, although I went in for the full 26 film experience, which was not my smartest idea. But with a little bit of creative editing and many, many ridiculous explanations, I was able to watch most of the Moore era with my three-year-old daughter, who now knows such crucial terms as Scaramanga, Yafit Kato, and Duran Duran. <laughs> Keep on doing what you're doing till the doing don't do no more. Ben H. 20, wait, 26? He's I mean, talking Casino Royale. And never say never. What's never the last one? That's, there's 23 Bond movies and those two unofficial. I don't know. Did you watch like the old... Whatever the thing 50s that, one? Yeah, the one they like made like a TV movie of yeah, or something. Maybe. Probably Jimmy Bond. Yeah, no, that Probably. was Casino Royale. Or no, he was Jimmy Bond in that oh, TV movie too. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Jimmy Bond. <laughs> Jimmy Bond. <laughs> I'm the outlaw Jimmy Bond. Donate to Wikipedia. But uh, thanks, Ben. I will send that uh, that four and a half star review on to BJ for Frank. So finally, he can. Understand. You could also you could also uh, uh, tweet it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Send him a tweet. Yes. At yes. Pale Rabbit. Pale Rabbit. Pale yes. Rabbit. All also word. find me on Grinder. I mean. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> gross. Yeah, I already did. <laughs> I know. That's, I think that's the true yeah. origin story <laughs> right. of the BFCast. Really. Each week we get a bigger, shocking <laughs> social media revelation about BJ. <laughs> we, were, we were all. Uh, Each week yeah. we swipe right. Oh. oh. We were all. Is that uh, reject or. Swipe right is accept, I believe. Oh. Swipe left oh, good. is reject. The, okay. Good job. Each yeah, <laughs> good way to get a fifty. We were, we were right there. We were. Yeah. You think it'd be up or down, left or right? I mean, the, you know, phones can go up and down. Like, I, I mean, just like up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's it's because it's. Oh, actually, no. You know what? It would be down, like, hey, towards me. Yeah. yeah. So that would be promotion. Yeah. Pull you closer. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. Tiny yeah. dancer. Yeah. <laughs> grinder. Tiny grinder. <laughs> well, we all right. Solve the that. Yeah. We. All right. Next email is from Sean Walsh. Okay. He sent it to BMF Hi. at bmfcast.com. <laughs> well, Did he? That's fantastic. Three times. Got to say three times. <laughs> this, one, this one is called Rothrock Sightings. Hey. It says, Dear BMFcast, I'm a bit backlogged after getting the flu, but really enjoyed Black Exploitation History Month. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you managed to get through Willie Dynamite without making a serious for cocaine joke, but you did. <laughs> I just have a few questions about the star of China O'Brien, Cynthia Rothrock. <laughs> Before she became the queen of direct-to-video, Rothrock made several movies in Hong Kong for Golden Harvest. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen any of them? I only was able to find two of them on DVD, Writing Wrongs and Millionaire's Express, under the Dragon Dynasty label. But they're stellar examples of over-the-top Hong Kong action, and I recommend seeing them if you get the chance. 
I was also wondering if you caught Rothrock's performance as Bertha Joe, the toughest woman in Hazard County, in the Dukes of Hazard reunion TV movie. I can only assume that somebody involved saw China O'Brien and cast her. Mm. Finally, did you know that Cynthia Rothrock is still appearing in movies? She's featured in the 2014 film Mercenaries. The CIA gives four inmates from maximum security prison, women's prison, a chance at freedom if they undertake a suicide mission to rescue the president's daughter from a terrorist organization. Yeah, wasn't that the expendables that they kind of kind of the one? Yeah, yeah. No, they, there were multiple ones. Like, it says I haven't seen the movie yet myself, but it's on Netflix and rated one star. I'm just putting that hey, out we're there. In. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, Everybody was like, it was her actually, he said, thanks, Sean. <laughs> Wasn't it her oh. and like Zoe Bell and Brigitte Vivica, Nielsen? Yeah, and Vivica I heard Fox. Brigitte Daryl Nielsen Hannah, is probably. the best one in it. Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, All right. Man. But was it, was Mercenaries the Asylum one? Might have been. Or was Expendable Bells? Well, did, did that, it was an Asylum. Did they one. actually make that or is that yes. still happening? Okay. Oh, yeah, it came yeah, out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But Cynthia Rothrock's in it. All right. I'd like to see what 60 year old Cynthia Rothrock is up to. Yeah, I, yeah. I have no idea. But. I want to say that I thought I remember China O'Brien. At was least Golden the, Harvest. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. What we watched had a Golden Harvest logo mm-hmm. on it. So, yeah, and was was not the undefeatable, but the other one, Hope and Glory, was that a Golden Harvest? It, I think it was. It might have been, although we did not watch the Golden Harvest version. Okay, mm-hmm. I had to go back and watch that on YouTube because it was horribly different. Uh, those yeah. are two totally different movies. Huh. So, yeah, her stuff's always weird. Like the old stuff is like you don't know which cut of it you're getting, and that's. Well, that's, a frustrating thing that's, about all martial yeah, arts. That's yeah, that's those golden harvest things that came. Yeah. And as we were talking about early Jackie Chan. Movies, yeah, oh, yeah. Which somewhere and somewhere. Which I, you know, even just started doing a little bit of research and just went cross-eyed. Just like, what version of Police Story do I need to watch? <laughs> Show me the one. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, the Blu-ray is this lackluster cut. You want the second DVD that came out. And it's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me, man. All right. I'll, I'll hook you up. All right, sir. You will, you will find the hidden... Oh, whatever. I may already have oh. all the hidden. Ooh, oh. the hidden whatever. The Ooh. Golden Harvest. Kind of a big Jackie Chan. <laughs> she has five movies in post-production right now. Oh. For 2015. She's the new yeah. Michael <laughs> Also, please tell him how old she actually is. She was born in 57. So do some math. Okay. So he's not too far off. She's, yeah, 50. Five fifty-six or something like that. Still know. kicking ass. Numbers. Good on her. All right. Yeah. yeah. Make movies. Yeah. I Whoa. mean, easy. What else we got? What else came into BMF at BMFcast? She's fifty-eight. She was born on March eighth. Ah, we just missed her birthday. Oh, damn it! Shucks. Uh, happy Rothrock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I just made a Flintstone joke. <laughs> you probably did. All right, Sean sent. <laughs> we got some time, we'll so we'll read first. it. Sean sent two of them. I was going to save it for next week, but. We'll read it, read it this week. Okay. okay. A little Called, greedy there, Sean, but whatever. Yeah. Keep mailing. Did he send an email to yeah, BMF keep, at BMFcast.com? <laughs> send those emails to BMF at BMFcast.com, Sean. Uh, he says, wrestling with a guilty pleasure. Mm. Dear BMFcast, <laughs> hello again. I just oh. want to ask if you guys had seen the short film on YouTube by Max Landis called Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. If you have, what did you think of it? Anybody? Nope. Nope. It was the thing that was getting passed around, I think it was last week. Oh, man. Yeah. But I don't care about wrestling, so I didn't watch it. Okay. So sorry. Oh, yeah, I did this, hear about that, but I haven't, I haven't watched it. Yet. Yeah. So that's what we think of it. We have not watched it. Yep. Sorry. No opinion. Yeah. He says, I never got to see much of show. We, we internet hated because we didn't see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it sucks. Yep. Meh. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I never got to see much of Sho Kazuki's films in my younger days, but I understand that a lot of the ninja craze in 80s cinema is due to his work. 
I hope you'll be able to fit Enter the Ninja and Revenge of the Ninja into the schedule somewhere. I know you're not lacking for movie suggestions, but just wanted to say a few words about one of my favorite Guilty Pleasure movies, 1974's Watch Out, We're Mad. This Italian action comedy is as dumb as a bag of rocks, but I just love watching it. I won't bother with a plot synopsis because there's barely any. And what's there is simply an excuse for 90 minutes of car chases, motorcycle chases, choral singing, Latin dancing, fist fighting, binge drinking, property damage, and Donald Pleasance devouring the scenery like a biblical plague of termites. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough substance to make a podcast episode out of it, but if you need a palate cleanser after watching something grim or pretentious, watch out, we're mad, we'll do the job. Thanks, Sean. Well, where were you after we watched Hardware? Could have come in handy. It could have. Just have to wait. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm sorry about hardware. <laughs> yeah. I like this week's movie too. There was that tinge of pretentiousness, a little bit, like in the Vision Quest stuff. Oh, yeah. But they didn't lean too far into it, and yeah. it was over quick. Like they yeah. remembered it was time to put Zadar back in Chainmail. Yeah. Got <laughs> Zadar in Chainmail. Like, holy shit! Because <laughs> nobody else, nobody else Mm-mm. is committed to anything about it. But no. I wonder if Zadar was just like, well, what if, what if I wore the fucking Chainmail, man? They're like, yeah. Yeah? Whatever you want, dude. They're like, don't hurt us. Like last week, yeah. I was at this Ren Fair. <laughs> uh, I bought the sweet chain mail. Can I put it on? <laughs> Whatever you like want nice to do. Chain yeah. Mail. Yeah, yeah, it looked I all right. It had a pattern in it. Yeah. You may be right. That may be his chain mail. Could be. Could be. I bet Robert, Robert Zadar's chain mail. I'm going to look for <laughs> Does it Does he have eBay. a Twitter? <laughs> Can we tweet him and say, Robert Zadar? No. Is that your... No. Is that your chain mail? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. We can't tweet any more yeah, no, celebrities. No, 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 no. no. That shit's oh, dangerous. No, 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 no. That's right. Please, no. Yeah. Sorry. No. We're sorry. We'll Paul just Walker. research it the old-fashioned way. I'll go to the library. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> see, if see if I can find an old article. <laughs> Hit up the card catalog. Yeah, yeah check that Dewey Decimal <laughs> System. Exactly. All of the old library things. <laughs> talk to a librarian. Excuse me. Can you tell me where the Robert Wait, Zadar? you should probably Wait. go talk to Conan the library. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. Not saying another All word. Right. That's so, BJ, how can they get in touch with us? Uh, they cannot. Um, because I have to tell them one thing first. Okay. Um, Cynthia Rothrock was in a movie <laughs> called Santa's Summer House in 2012. Oh, that sounds Just good. Thought you ought to know her character's name was Nana. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no! We don't want her to be the Nana. Be a Nana. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Just she's not a no. Any of you guys no. that are fans of Christmas movies out there probably shouldn't watch that if you also like her. Um, but anyway, if well, you're interested in it. Doug's gonna watch front it. and There's center. Always dogs. Dog scarf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> Chuck will be back later. Um, in the meantime, you can email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. You can check out our website, which is bmfcast.com. There is a rail on the right hand side that's got a bunch of buttons that'll get you to all our social information. So uh, like Twitter and Facebook. Um, also uh, subscribe and rate in iTunes. Ratings in iTunes really help us out. Um, so we'd really appreciate if you would if you would do that. Um, and finally, give us a call on the Garfield phone, the BMFCast hotline, 910-556-9263. 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. Uh, Garfield has been has been lonely for a week, it seems like, so wake him up. Give him something to do, because cats are lazy shits. <laughs> so very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get out of here, shall we? Uh, we shall. All, All right. right. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFCast out. The road looks rough when you're running on him. Think I might not make it through that storm alone The weather may come, oh, the weather may go But the cold comes
Yes.